0: Hey, Texas Values friends, Jonathan Sines here, president of Texas Values. Welcome to the Texas Values Report on another glorious week in the state of Texas. You know, it's been a real interesting week. If you've been following some of the work that we're doing, I'm sure your family is still going through adjustments. If you're new to the show, you might find yourself with more time to watch things, listen to things. We have had the Texas Values Report, which is our weekly radio show program. It has been running now for over four years consecutively, over 200 episodes, We have something every week. It's a 30-minute show that we have every week. Typically, we do it on Facebook Live on Friday. Then it airs on the radio show, The Bridge, on Saturday and a few other times after that. So welcome if you're a new listener. You may be listening to a podcast. You may be watching it online through social media, YouTube. If you're on YouTube, click that little subscribe button so you can get notifications every time we do new videos. If you're on social media like Facebook click to like us or to um, join us or what's the other thing a fan of ours all these different distinctions that way when we do updates you can be notified immediately and we're on the front lines when it comes to issues of faith family and freedom and i tell you what if you needed a reminder of that you surely got one this week we got a lot to cover and i'm not going to do it by myself mary elizabeth castle policy advisor for texas values is going to be joining me we're going to talk about some of these issues And there has been a lot. And it's not just about faith, family and freedom. It's right in the middle of the Coronavirus, the COVID-18, all that stuff that many of us are dealing with and adjusting to. And a lot of it is because of the impact that, that government and the role that government has been playing the larger role that government has been playing in our lives. And you know, that's not as a to suggest that that's a criticism that that's a bad thing. But just because the way that our healthcare system works, the way that this issue has gripped our country, our state, and throughout the world, in order to really have that role to activate certain things, to deal with certain things at such a large level, it's not uncommon for the government to be involved. Then you deal with issues like public schools, right? 1,200 school districts across the state of Texas that um are run by the government so they have had to play a role in this and do we shut the schools down, do we school from home, all that kind of stuff. You know, we've covered a lot of. But now it starts to get into when the government starts to get a little bit more involved. You see it touching your life and different people's lives in a different way. And that's where we come in to say, hey, we're all about protecting our community, trying to keep people safe. Look, I'm doing this radio show, this weekly radio show from the comforts, if you will of my own home. And so we've been doing that for a couple of weeks now to make those adjustments to keep my family safe, keep myself safe, but also keep other people safe as well. And, you know, not a bad idea, right? Be at home a little bit more, been having lunch and dinner and breakfast and uh, and doing other tasks too, uh, being at home a little bit more. But when we've seen some of this play out, we've now seen how folks who are so interested in advancing their own agenda, which is what a lot of the things that we work on to combat against. People trying to restrict religious liberty, trying to advance an abortion agenda. So we're gonna talk about that a little bit. And if you, we heard some of these things uh, yesterday, we had a fantastic Facebook Live video session with US Senator Ted Cruz, who's home a little bit more. And so when this video is over, check out our Facebook page, you can see that video. We had thousands of people that were a part of that last night. We're excited about that. And if you missed it, you can still check out some of that. It was about a 15, 20-minute video. But Senator Cruz had some breaking news that I didn't see reported anywhere else. It was really uh, exclusive. We were able to announce it on that Facebook Live video. So you're gonna wanna listen to that and watch that and see how it impacts your religious liberty. But you know, a lot of talk this week about the relief bill, the CARES Act bill. This was the bill passed by Congress because of, all the impact that the coronavirus and measures that governments are really forcing us to do, and many of them make a lot of sense, don't get me wrong, but the result of the impact on the economy, the jobless claims, the unemployment claims that are skyrocketing, that's not because someone did something bad in business. Like we've seen in other past situations where the Congress has passed bills related to relief um, stimulus plans, if you will. Those usually were because of bad actions by individuals, or by businesses that impacted an economy or impacted a segment of economy so bad that the government was like, you know, look, this isn't right, but we can't just allow this industry to crater because it's going to impact so many other people's lives. It's different here. This was no fault of anyone. I mean, um, the coronavirus, this is a medical issue that really has continued to multiply. And so the results of the impact on our negative, uh, the negative numbers on the economy is because people have been pulling back. Most of them, a lot of them voluntarily or because the government has required it because it makes sense to try to keep us safe. Um, And so this is different. This is to provide relief. So a lot of individuals, a lot of businesses can just hang on. And I think that's what we're all hoping. Can we just hang in there a little bit for another week, another month or two, because we know how devastating it can be when people start losing their jobs, Um, there starts to be a lot of tension for families. And then people are just trying to meet basic needs. Am I going to be able to afford to stay in my home? And am I going to be able to afford to pay for groceries, for healthcare, for protection of our families in different ways? These are really basic essential things. And so if you look at the CARES Act, a lot in there, Ted Cruz talked about that. Senator Cruz talked about that last night on our video. You can go to his website, uh, Senator Ted Cruz's website to see some of that detail, but there's a lot in there. Relief For As it relates, and and I'm hearing this and also being reported, if you're struggling with issues related to paying your expenses, such as your mortgage, there are things that you can do to put those on hold and um, to, to put things in place to really hang on for a little bit. A lot that's been talked about is the impact on small businesses and businesses of all levels, right? If you own or operate or an employee of a small business, there's uh, protections there or an opportunities there for you to kind of keep people on for a month or two, right? To, to cover your payroll so people can stay um, employed and they can continue to provide for their family. And all of us can kind of try to stretch some of these dollars out and just make them work. And hopefully the medical situation, the health situation, and the crisis, the pandemic, if you will, we'll uh, calm down or we'll get to a better place to where we can manage it. And we can all kind of catch up and pull some of those medical supplies in one place or another where we need them. And that takes me to the other point we talked about. This has been a big story this week. Last week, Governor Abbott made it very clear that in order to prioritize medical supplies, they were having um, a, an executive order in place that said that, Um, a lot of medical fields, whether it was dental, whether it was medical and, and other ophthalmological, I mean, a lot of different medical fields that they were going to ask them and require them to put a stop and put a halt on any procedures, surgical procedures that were not medically necessary to save someone's life because medical resources right now, these protection gear and so on, they're in very low supply. People are looking everywhere for them. And so in order to have those resources so the people that really need them right now, related to the coronavirus, he was requiring that those surgeries stop for now. Well, uh, a lot of people are wondering too. Well, would that include abortions? Because that's not essential healthcare. It's not medically necessary to save someone's life. And so, um, Governor, excuse me, Attorney General uh, Paxton made that clear. Yes, that applies to abortion clinics. Well, of course, the abortion industry didn't like that. And while all of us are working to make adjustments in our own lives. And the focus has been on ways that we can all work together, preserve life. Here's Planned Parenthood in the abortion clinic saying, no, we're gonna continue to focus on taking lives as so many other people are focused on preserving lives. So they filed a lawsuit, they sued the state of Texas on this issue. The lower court said that Planned Parenthood um, could not be required to stop performing abortions. And it's interesting because some stats were starting to come out with, with dozens, if not hundreds of lives being saved every day. Because there's all this talk about how many lives are being lost, how many thousands of people now have died of the coronavirus in our country. And I think the number is um, around 6,000. And I'm gonna get my um, technician on the back end to, to, check out, um, to check that for me, as a matter of fact, to make sure I'm stating the right numbers. Um, but we're talking about in the thousands at this point and at the hundreds of one point, or maybe in your particular state, um, we're, I think we're at about 1,000 in the state of Texas, a little bit more. And so think about those hundreds of lives now that are being saved, those unborn children that are going to have life and have their life, maybe an opportunity to be extended to whether they can have um, a, a successful birth out of the womb. Those are real numbers. Those are real lives that are being saved. And so uh, the attorney general's office did not just let that lower court decision stand. They filed an immediate appeal, we filed an amicus brief yesterday supporting what the governor and what attorney general is doing to make it sure that these efforts to pull back from medically medical surgeries that are not necessary to preserve life also includes abortion. We support that. We think that makes sense. That's where the priority should be on protecting people as it relates to coronavirus. So we filed a brief along with other people in the medical field. I think 10, 12, if not 13 states that have now um, that, that have now Signed on to our brief that was filed yesterday, so we're going to have a link to that on our Facebook page uh, in the comment section. We're going to put something up on social media. I'm not sure if we've done that yet. That was filed last night, so we're just and we're kept trying to catch up to our own work, okay? Because there's a lot going on. But but I've got Mary Elizabeth with me, so I I know I said a lot. I wanted to give her a chance to come in. Mary Elizabeth, you've been playing such a critical role during this time, providing legal analysis on the fly, if I could state it that way, in more of a, a non-professional way. You've been fantastic in doing that work, and not only has it related to what's going on in this court case where the abortion clinics continue to sue the state of Texas because they want to take life instead of preserve life, it's also been your work you've been doing for the Pregnancy Resource Centers that have been asking questions about whether or not they can still provide uh, diapers and formulas, essential services. I think it's clear their services are essential. Tell us a little bit about that work and some of the things you've been doing for the Pregnancy Resource Centers.
1: Absolutely, Jonathan. So a lot of pregnancy resource centers were concerned about some of the city ordinances that were passed a few weeks ago because they had a lot of clientele and a lot of people coming to them in need of diapers, baby formula, food, and other things for their children um, that a lot of people come to them for. And so it was very critical for them to be open, and they weren't sure if they were able to actually stay open. But as it turns out, Uh, A lot of these city ordinances allow for centers that actually give resources to disadvantaged individuals, especially economically disadvantaged individuals, um, to be able to stay open to provide those resources uh, for people during the COVID-19 crisis. And pregnancy resource centers actually fall within that definition because they provide a lot of resources to people who, you know, for certain reasons, you know, their pregnancy put them in a you know, financially compromising place and they need these resources and a lot of these centers help people out. So it's very great to learn that these type of centers can stay open. Uh, these life affirming centers can stay open during the COVID-19
0: crisis. Well, and it's absolutely essential the work that the pregnancy resource centers are doing. And many of them are doing, some of them I'm hearing are doing drive up services, right? So it's not that you have to go in there. You want to drive up and get your baby formula, your, your diapers, maybe some clothing for your newborn. This is what they do on a daily basis. They are meeting essential needs for women and children across the state of Texas. And I think the last count, there are over 200 of them. They're all over the state of Texas. A matter of fact, there's quite a few more of them than there are abortion clinics. And so it's very important the work they're doing. They're not taking lives. They are preserving lives. And that's, that's why their, their efforts are so essential. But we have asked been asked that question because many of them know, how critical these needs are and and it's become maybe more difficult for women to find some of those resources during this time. And so for them to have that trusted source, we've been asked this question in Austin. We've been asked this question from Dallas. So we've got a blog post. I think we're going to get put up or if it hasn't been put up yet, we're going to get that up, check our website, check our social media channels. And if you um, live in an area that is not specifically covered in the resources that we have that we're going to put up this afternoon, Email our office, info at txvalues.org. Info at txvalues.org. If you want to make sure what's going on with a pregnancy resource center in your area. As a matter of fact, a lot of those things have been superseded at the local level. Because Governor Abbott put out an executive order and said, you know what? Um, I'm going to make it clear where we stand statewide. Because a lot of confusion when a lot of cities and counties were passing new ordinances, telling people to not do this and to hold back and restrict this. And I recognize a lot of that. I'm sure was well-meaning, but some of it was running over constitutional rights and some of it was inconsistent. So people weren't sure from one county or city to the next, what they were allowed to do. Some people are kind of on the county line or a city, uh, a city line. And so they, they wanna know what these issues are or, or they have questions. We can break some of that down for you. As a matter of fact, we've also got a new member of our team, Jonathan Covey, who's joined our team, our director of policy. He can help with some of that as well, but email us at info at txvalues.org. And I said some numbers that were incorrect earlier because they just keep adding up. There's been less than 100 people in the state of Texas that have died from COVID-19. The 1,000 number I referenced in my memory was telling me, I think that's the amount of confirmed cases. It's a little bit more than that now. But just to give you an idea and a perspective on a number versus the hundreds of lives that are saved when abortion clinics are not performing abortions in the state of Texas. So the Fifth Circuit, though, ruled on that. And that's the federal court ruled in favor and said, you know what? Um, no, we're, we don't agree with the trial court. And so the abortion clinics cannot be operating and providing those abortions right now. There's a, the next court decision is scheduled for April 13th. We filed a brief supporting what the governor and Lieutenant, excuse me, and the attorney general's doing, I'm sure the Lieutenant Governor saw on board as well on this important life-saving matter. We'll see what happens. Mary Elizabeth, I think you've got some updates and some information on some things that may be happening at the State Board of Education. They've pushed back some dates but a few may be coming up soon. Tell us a little bit about what's going on with the State Board of Education and how they may be doing things with technology and any dates that are coming up pretty soon.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The State Board of Education is still planning to have their April meeting. Uh, That'll be April 14th through the 18th. However, it will be virtual, so please stay tuned. Uh, with Texas Values and the State Board of Education website to find out how to attend that meeting virtually. They will still have opportunity for people to testify at the meeting. Um, However, it'll be through phone call. Um, They'll be releasing that information pretty soon since that's coming up in a couple of weeks. But again, they're having that meeting in April, uh, the 14th through the 18th. However, when it comes to the actual health standards, which is something that we've been wanting our supporters to get involved in, Uh, We actually have a special meeting, Uh, State Board of Education will be taking up health standards May 5th in a special meeting. Now it has not been decided whether or not that special meeting for health will actually be in person or virtually, so please stay tuned to find out if you'll have an opportunity to testify um, in person on May 5th in regards to that meeting.
0: All right, so I'm having a little trouble with my camera. I'm going to see if I can adjust it. Am I good? Give me the thumbs up if I'm good. All right, I'm navigating some of this. It's a little bit different when you're doing it from home than the radio studio that we're used to, and we appreciate that technology. But I think we're doing okay for the most part. Hey, tell us how we're doing. Drop a comment in our comment section. Send us an email at info at Let us know how we're doing. We're trying to hang with you there too. And look, we're spending more time at home with our family. Don't get me wrong. We're trying to embrace that as much as we can. We hope you're doing that as well. I got six kids that are being homeschooled today at my home. It's really exciting. It's an adventure. I tend to embrace the chaos. Um, I'll just speak for myself, okay? But uh, it's a lot of fun. But our work that we're doing is important. And, you know, being there to try to meet the needs, to, to answer these questions, not just on our issues, but other issues whether you're filing from unemployment, you wanna know what some of those numbers are, you wanna know how to get in touch with the right people. Senator Cruz's website has tremendous information. You go to his Senate homepage, he's got a big icon on COVID-19, click that link. You can see a lot of links of how to get in touch with the right government people to make it through. And we're praying for you. We're pulling for you too, because we need you to to make it through this just as much as we want to as well, because we know you care about the work that we do and that we're involved in. As a matter of fact, all right, I'm gonna go off script, Okay, I don't have my little uh, prop with me, all right? But we've got our new Arctic Texas insulated tumblers. See that great looking logo out there that David's wife uh, from our team, Lindsey Walls helped us design? That logo is gonna go out for $75 with an insulated Texas values tumbler. It's usually $100 or more, okay? For a donation, we send out one of those tumblers. But if you wanna send in a donation, and look, I'm just being real with you, okay? We're a nonprofit organization. Um, this is going to impact us as well. We've got to just at least ask you to consider supporting the work that we do with a tax deductible donation. We have budget needs to meet every month as well. We've got 12 members now that are member of our team. We just added a new person, but $75, it usually goes out for $100. $75, um, Texas Values Tumblr, any donation, $75. Send us an email info at txvalues.org. Tell us you made that donation. We'll send you out a great looking Arctic. This is a Texas company, Texas Values Tumblr, $75. Make that donation today. The last thing I want to mention, you know, Abbott did something really interesting with his executive order earlier this week, and then Paxton backed him up, making it clear that church services are essential. That word's been thrown around a lot because that um, really pulls into play whether or not you can stay open, whether or not you can't. But churches are essential. Okay, there's no question about it. Now, many of them have pulled back, and this doesn't mean we deviate from the CDC standards. All right, still want to have less than 10 people. Still want to be split as far as be apart, uh, be away from each other as far as six feet. But that's only if you're in an enclosure. I mean, you could be outdoors, and as long as you're six feet apart, you could have a larger audience. And so the attorney, we'll post that. But the attorney general's office has some great guidance on that. I'm just trying to pull up my notes here because man, there's been so many things happening that have been interesting and exciting. But if you go to our Facebook page, we've got some detail on that. And the attorney general um, has some good information. I'm gonna try to go through all my notes here so I can find this guidelines for houses of worship. And you know, we've been right there along with the attorney general's office um, and other government leaders, providing them resources, providing them with our own analysis to give them a little bit of insight and support and help on these issues. But houses of worship must, whenever possible, conduct their activities through home or remote or video services. But if not, if they can't, because they don't have that technology, follow the White House CDC guidelines, and, um, and, and you can find ways to meet as long as you instruct your employees and volunteers and guests that are not doing well to stay home. And if you practice social distancing, maintain good hygiene, clean and disinfect work areas um, frequently, and so on. And so, if you look on our Facebook page, we've got a link from from Attorney General Abbott and Governor uh, excuse me Attorney General Paxton and Governor Abbott on how this work, this works. But really good to know the government recognizing, hey, look, if some things are going to be open because they're essential, houses of worship should have some freedom in, in that regard as well. And so, um, we'll see how that you know how that happens because we've had some people, some governments have just gone too far and been so restrictive that there's had to have been legal letters sent out, I think to Frisco McKinney and other parts of the state to say, Hey, it's one thing to balance this, but you went too far. And our good friends at first Liberty are doing a great job of that. And so I think I'm about to run out of time here. I'm going to see if James can give me a clock update. Got about four minutes left and then we're going to wrap things up. Um, you know, Mary Elizabeth, are you still on? And I know I kind of, I, I did a lot of the talking this time. I apologize. You still there?
1: Yes, still
0: here. <laughs> All right, good. Um, look, we, you know, things have been moving very quickly on our work. And so um, I'm going to give the, the email again, info at txvalues.org. There may be other questions that people have. I mean, we can do some quick research. I know you've been doing that, but I think you've been getting some good feedback. And it seems like when we've been able to provide these resources, like for the pregnancy resource centers, your help in regards to us putting together an amicus brief. It sounds like we're getting good feedback from people saying thank you and they're appreciating what we're doing.
1: That's good, yeah, and the work never stops and we're glad that we can actually be helpful in this way to provide analysis, whether it's for their pregnancy resource centers or to help in a way you know, to gather people in support of the amicus brief. It's good to be able to still do this work um, even in the COVID-19 crisis.
0: Well, and look, you know, some of the—I mean, look—these issues in some ways tie into what we do on a regular basis, but many of them are new as well. Okay, and so um, sometimes we may not know the answer right away, but we're going to try to find the answer. We're going to try to meet you where you are. So be patient with us. If some some of the feedback maybe you're waiting for, it's taking a little bit longer. If you're a pastor or a church leader and you want a little bit more insight on how to navigate these issues, please let us know. Whatever we can do to encourage you to continue to meet the needs. Of your staff members, the people that are a part of your church and serving your church, we want to want you to do that as well. It's great to see a lot of the stuff online. Churches have been adapting. A lot of interesting um, things have been put up. Bible studies have been put up. Um, a lot of good resources that are coming up. Um, that people are finding a way. You know, as I, we were talking with Ted Cruz last night, I mean, the Word of God no is not boxed in. By four walls, even though it's that matters having that structure, and we do want to get back to that at some point. Um, it, you know, Christ is not limited by a wall, a, a building, or some type of structure, and we're seeing that play out. and And I love to see the optimism too. Senator Cruz seemed to be extremely optimistic. I feel that way a lot of times too. People walking around their neighborhoods, greeting people, you know, really just connecting, in the way that we used to always connect, which. I'm kind of an old school guy. I love that. You know, I love to sit outside and and talk with people and say hello. So it's been very encouraging. But it also, I think, is a part of our Texas and American spirit, right, that we stick together. And we also recognize the way that we can help other people in other parts of the state or our country. So we're going to continue to do that at Texas Values. We're banding together. But if you see something about the work that we're doing, you think we can do a better job, or some great technology out there, maybe we could use that you're using running your home business, uh, let us know, because a lot of this is new to us as well. So we're just gonna continue to try to keep you informed. And I wanna say again, you want more information about the Relief Act, about the CARES Act, the bill that Congress passed, go to Senator Ted Cruz's website. He's got a great link that hits all the different resources you're gonna be looking for, and some really great detail about things, about um, if you're filing for unemployment, What about this issue? Are you going to get money back from the government related to how much you're making, how many children you have, really because of an effort for relief? Um, That's something that everyone has an opportunity to do depending on your income. And so he's got good information about that. I know, look, I had to spend a little bit more money. I had to buy another laptop for one of my kids this week adjusting. So unexpected expenses that come up, you want to learn about that, go to Senator Cruz's website, but continue to check out our website for things based on what's happening here in the state of Texas and, can, and continue, if you will, consider supporting us financially. A donation to Texas Values is tax deductible. Our budget is over a million dollars. So anything that you can do to help us in that regard and pray for us as well. We'll be praying for you. Pray for us and our team as we make these adjustments and also try to be a support to government leaders that are grappling with some of these issues but also continue to pray that we find a way and that the efforts that we're all engaged in will start to have a positive impact and people will return back to things that they're used to, but also that no more lives will be lost in in all of this thing that we're dealing with, that not just in our state and our country, but across the world. And so pray for us, we'll be praying for you, and we'll be continuing to do the work that we do every day and every week to protect faith, family, and freedom in Texas. And we'll talk to you next week on the Texas Values Report.